Talents Radio presents... Welcome to the Podcaster's Creator's Guide. This is your source for quick tips and tricks for how you can create a successful podcast. And I'm your host, Tom, the podcast professor from Robots Radio. Welcome back to the Podcast Creator's Guide. I'm your host, Tom, and I hope you guys have been enjoying the show. Every week, we give you some quick tips on things you can do to improve your podcast and i hope you guys are ready for this week's tip about specific roles and what we're going to be talking about today is the idea that you can do a podcast with say one two three four people but everybody on the show should have a sense of what their role is and what part they play on the show. And I think the best example of this is to think about some of the popular TV shows that we have, Um, especially when it comes to information types of shows where you have a host and then typically you have one, two, three other people who are chiming in. And this can happen on news shows, this can happen on interview shows, on late night television, on uh, sports shows, those kinds of things. And I want you to think about it like this. The let's call the first person is the person who plays the host role. They are the person who drives the bus. They are the person who introduces the show. They do the transitions from one section to another. They call on individual people to give their thoughts and perspectives. They're kind of the glue that stitches all all the pieces together. And then at the end, they're the ones who do the thanks for listening. Come back and check us out another time. This is where you can contact us. All of that stuff. They are the quote unquote voice of the show. When it comes to the other roles, usually they play something other than that host role because you don't need two people to do that. In fact, that's confusing. So if you have a podcast with two people, generally you have the host and you have the content expert or the topic expert or the guest. And that person is the person the host will call upon in order to bring up the topic and address the presentation of the topic for that episode. They're also the kind of person who will be responding more to the questions that the host gives. And this doesn't mean that the host doesn't necessarily know this information. For example, if you're doing a show where you're presenting the history of dogs, then the host might know just as much information as the topic expert, but the way it plays out easiest for the audience is if the host offers up that the topic expert go ahead and start sharing a specific detail, one of the points of that show's topic for that episode, and then we'll chime in in order to continue to flesh out or clarify any of those details as as the other person is talking. And then the, the conversation tends to flow more naturally between the two people. If you have three people on your podcast, then it mixes it up a little bit. And it gives you more options and variety for how you're going to play out these roles. You're still going to have a host, most likely. And the other two people can both be topic experts. They can be experts on the same thing. They can be experts on two different details of or two different sides or two different opinions of that same thing. The other way that you can play this out is to have somebody who is the topic expert or the person being interviewed. And the third person is the comedic relief. They're the Andy to Conan. 
they're the, uh, the the person who kind of chimes in, might ask some questions every so often, but will take something, turn it into a joke, and then use that to transition into the next thing. If you have too much comedic relief, then it just turns into a joke show, and it, unless you're really, really good at comedy, that's probably not the way to go. Um, if you have four people, then now you're dividing the roles up even more. Chances are you're going to have a host, a topic expert or two, and still probably a comedic relief person. That's usually the way things like that will pan out. The most interesting format, I think, for a show can be done when you have a single, very talented individual who can host and be the content expert and also the comedic relief all at the same time. And in this case, you have a single person show. But if that person is talented enough at storytelling, at explaining and really pulling the audience into a show, then you don't necessarily need those other roles. And that takes a lot of practice that that means that that person has to create all the content themselves. They have to plan it out. They have to lay it out. They have to have a sense of moving between giving the information and being funny about the information and then giving more information and being funny about the information. They have to explain things very clearly. And they also have to have a sense of the rhythm of the show and when to move from one thing to the next. It takes a lot of self-awareness in order to do that, which is why it tends to be easier to divide this up among multiple people. One of the other things I wanted to address on this episode is the role of the host in not only stitching everything together, but keeping the conversation flowing. One of the things you'll notice when you are doing a a podcast, when you are interviewing somebody, especially when you're interviewing somebody, if you're talking with somebody who you have a regular rapport with, chances are you'll know when one person's sentence ends, the next person can jump in and they can kind of follow up. You've got kind of a rhythm that occurs. But when you're interviewing somebody who, who has never been on your show before, who you may have never talked to, then that rhythm hasn't necessarily found a chance to develop yet. And it's the the host's job to take those times when the conversation hits a lull or somebody is having a hard time explaining something or somebody's the kind of person who will make the same point two or three or more times. It's the host's job to be ready to jump in at one of those situations and continue the flow of the show. It's dead air is not good. This is one of those concepts from radio. You rarely hear dead air on a radio interview show. And it's because the hosts are very good at being aware of when a topic's petering out or when a, a guest is struggling to answer a question. And I want to give you guys some tools to handle this. The first tool in my toolbox is uh, throwing out a joke. So if you're the kind of host who can take a look at something from a comedic perspective and you can take something that the guest said and kind of turn it back around on them, sometimes you can turn that into a joke. You can kind of lighten the situation. You get a laugh. It buys time for the guest to kind of gather, gather their thoughts and then they're able to continue. The second tool in this toolbox is having ready questions or, or questions at the ready, I guess is the best way to say that. This is a a tactic of having simple questions 
already prepared around each of the topics that you can naturally slip in when some something slows down. It doesn't necessarily have to be ready-made questions. Sometimes it can just be a question that is easy to answer for the guest and gives them the ability to come at the thing that they were discussing from a slightly different angle. For example, on our uh, description or uh, example of the uh, History of Dogs podcast, let's say they're stumbling over trying to remember the history of a Datsun, right? And they're like, and back in the fourth century of whatever, there was a, uh, what was it? Oh, what was it? A, uh, there was a cattle dog, uh, and, and they're stumbling over it, something like that. One of the, one of the things you can do is throw in a very simple to answer question around the topic. For example, you could say something like, Ooh, cattle dogs. I love cattle dogs. They're amazing. Have you ever come across cattle dogs in real life? How do they even like do that? And then it, it's a it's a rabbit trail, but it changes the focus of the conversation. The guest then says, oh, yeah, cattle dogs are amazing because they do this thing and it gets them thinking about another thing. And then it gives them time to then go back and say, but on my topic, I was talking about the cattle dogs are wonderful. And these cattle dogs from the fourth century were actually this species. And this is how they were related to a Datsun. And I have no idea if any of that is actually related to dogs at all. But that's the kind of thing you can throw in there. Another thing you could throw in is a question about how somebody feels about something. Most of the time, even if we're struggling with the information around a concept, we tend to be pretty aware of our feelings about the concept. How do you feel about cattle dogs? Oh, cattle dogs are wonderful. They're some of the smartest dogs on the planet. That's why they evolved into this type of dog. You know, like it gives... Uh, it's kind of like somebody's climbing up a ladder and one of the rungs is missing. And so you just kind of slide in an extra rung and it gives them something to hold on to as they continue climbing the ladder. If that's an analogy that we could use for that. Um, those are those are just some of my examples of things that you can do. One other example would be summing up what they've already said in a way that shows that you understand. And this not only helps fill a, a gap, give somebody time to collect their thoughts, but it also is a good tactic for a guest who likes to reiterate the same point over and over and over again. If it seems like they're going into the same point a second or third time to politely jump in and say, so let me get this straight. You're saying that this is this. And so therefore this, am I getting that right? And then they'll say, yeah, you understand. And it gives them that sense of, okay, I am being heard. I can move on to the next topic. So these are a few different ways that you can keep the conversation going and manage it as the host. As the topic expert or comedic relief, you don't necessarily have that same responsibility. Your responsibility is to make sure that you're getting your information right and that you're delivering it in a compelling and interesting way. And especially if you're the comedic relief, that you aren't forcing jokes, you're allowing them to happen naturally or you're chiming in and asking questions and then kind of turning them on their head in order to make it a funny. There's a few different ways that you can do that. And that's a, a topic of a complete other episode. So those are the tend to be the main roles in, in something like a podcast. And I hope that this was helpful to you in 
formatting your show and understanding what you might be doing with you and your co-hosts. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. I am the podcast professor. I am the host of many of the shows on the Robots Radio Network, and I would love to hear from you guys. All right, we'll talk to you next week. See you later. Thanks for checking out the Podcast Creator's Guide. We'd love for you to be part of our community over at the Robots Radio Discord, where you can ask us any of your questions or share any of your thoughts. And if you'd like to reach out to us on Twitter, go to at robots underscore radio. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.